Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. This episode is brought to you by the folks at audible.com. For a 30-day trial and to download a book of your choice, go to www.audibletrial.com slash mysticaccess. This is Chris Grabowski. I just wanted to explore the Star Wars radio dramatizations. With Star Wars being such a visual medium, I wanted to take the time to explore some of the scenes of the radio dramatizations. The Star Wars radio drama was produced in 1981 and runs for 5 hours and 51 minutes and is broken up into 13 parts. There is a great deal of additional content. For example, in the first episode, we find Luke Skywalker using his binoculars on Tatooine to view Princess Leia's ship being under attack. Let's listen to a couple small clips from episode one. Star Wars, based on characters and situations created by George Lucas. Episode one, a wind to shake the stars. Two leaves together while I splice them. No, no, you idiot. We use your insulated arm. <laughs> Release! Release! Back off! <sighs> what I wouldn't give to be on another planet. Any planet. Uncle Owen's not gonna like this a bit. Now I've got two major overhauls on my hands. Treadwell, get over to the land speeder. If we don't get those new droids now, we'll be in real trouble for the moisture harvest. Well, the sky is still clear anyway. At least there's no sandstorms blowing up. Maybe we can have things ready, but... Hey, what's that up there? I know you don't know, you maniac. Where are my macro binoculars? I know I left them in there someplace. Ah, here they are. Now, let's see. Yeah, yeah. There's two ships out there, all right. Two of them at least. And they're firing on each other. It's incredible. Boy, they're really going at it out there. Come on, Treadwell. Get yourself over. Do you ever wonder why we're friends? Huh? The rest of them, back at Anchorhead. They'll never leave Tatooine. Maybe never get as far as Mos Eisley. Have you ever thought about that? Well, not exactly like that, I haven't. Fixer's just smart enough to know he's better off being a big noise in a small room. Cammy's dumb enough to think she's made the prize catch hereabouts, and Wendy's nothing but a follower, and Deke's the follower of a follower. But what are you saying, Biggs? You will make it off Tatooine, Luke, and they know it. That's why they won't accept you. Well... They're not so bad. I I don't really mind them. Then how come you work so hard at being the hottest pilot around, huh? Hey, hey, did you see that? Off on the far side of the canyon. Where? Sand people! You got your macros? Yeah, right here. Mm, Yep. Three banthas and it looks like five Tusken Raiders. Yeah? Yeah, they're they're moving out towards the way. Here, I'll let you off by the power station.
Thanks for the ride, Luke. Yeah. Sure. Luke. Luke, I had a friend at the Academy. He helped me through the way I, the way I used to help you. Just before graduation, I heard he got picked up during a roundup of rebel suspects. And they said he died in interrogation. You've changed, Biggs. You've changed a lot. I have been doing some thinking, Luke. <sighs> but, uh... But you're the same as ever. It's... Hey, tell me. Are you, are you still keeping a lookout for that dream girl you used to talk about? <laughs> well, I don't know her if she passes by. Biggs, I'm sorry about what I said back there. Yeah, me too. Hey, just let's forget it. Yeah. Will you be around long? No, I'm leaving on the morning shuttle. Looks like there's a wind kicking up. Wind's rising all over the Empire, Luke. Even Tatooine will feel it sooner or later. I guess we'll be seeing you for a while. Oh, maybe someday. I'll be watching for you. Listen, next season, I'm going to be going to the Academy for sure. <laughs> no, I am, I am. Take care of yourself. So long, Luke. The Biggs. Yeah. Do you really think those ships out there were just freighters? Well, not if you say they were firing, Hotshot. With an abruptness he will find difficult to believe, Luke Skywalker's life is about to change beyond his wildest dreams as he swept up in the bitter war between Rebel Alliance and Empire. Some of the actors from the movies return to reprise their roles. For example, Mark Hamill plays Luke Skywalker in the Star Wars and the Empire Strikes Back. Anthony Daniels plays C-3PO in all three radio dramatizations, Star Wars, Empire, and Jedi. Billy D. Williams plays Lando Calrissian in the Empire Strikes Back. Here is a scene from episode 5, Jedi that was, Jedi to be. We can see how it translates from the video medium to the audio. This is the scene where Obi-Wan Kenobi gives Luke Skywalker his lightsaber. Those things I prize highly. That is part of the Jedi's creed. A Jedi? You were a Jedi Knight? Do you find that so impossible to believe? Well, it's just I've heard so many stories about the Jedi Knights and all the things they did that... Ah, and I suppose I don't very much look the part just now, do I? Well, truth to tell, that's partially by design. But I was one nonetheless, and so was your father. My father? Yes. He and I served together in the Clone Wars. No, my father didn't fight in the wars. He was a navigator on a spice freighter. That's what your Uncle Owen told you. He didn't hold with your father's ideals. Thought your father should have stayed here and not gotten involved. I wish I'd known him. Mm. He was the best star pilot in the galaxy and a cunning warrior. And he was a good friend. 
I understand you've become quite a good pilot yourself, uh, which reminds me I have something for you. Sir, if you won't be needing me, I think I'll close down for a while and run through some internal checks. Uh, oh, sure, 3PO, go ahead. Your father wanted you to have this when you were old enough, but your uncle wouldn't allow it. He feared you might follow old Obi-Wan off on some foolish, idealistic crusade like your father did. I wanted to give it to you once before, but your uncle ordered me to get off your farm and never return. Right, when you saved Wendy and me. I remember that. And then you turned up again today. You seem to know everything about me. Ben, you've... You've been sort of keeping an eye on me, haven't you? Let's simply say that I've kept abreast of your progress. Mm. Yeah, but now about your father's legacy. Well, yeah, what is this? I mean, it looks like some sort of handle. What is it attached to? What you hold is your father's lightsaber. This is the weapon of a Jedi. Now, carefully now, press that control there on the grip. Well, it's a sword. A lightsaber. Its blade is pure energy. Now take care with it, it will cut through anything it touches. The only time you hear a narrator is in the beginning of each episode and at the end of each episode. The narrator gives you a short summary as these were originally aired on the radio. Anything else is done by the actors and the dialogue. For example, here is another iconic scene in the Star Wars movie. And I'm not going to explain what it is, and it should be very easy to imagine and figure out. I'll check. Yeah, probably after Han and Chewbacca. And the corridor junction looks clear. Then we better go. You remember the way? I think so. Go there! What? Stand where you are! Come on, quick, run! I think we took a wrong turn. This must be the central core shaft. There's no way across. We can't go back. They're blocking our way. Shut the hatch, quick. There's no lock. I'll shoot the control panel. Stand back. That ought to hold for a while. But not for long. We've got to find the control that extends the bridgeway across the shaft. Oh, I think I just blasted it. They're trying to burn their way through the hatch. Sounds like they're succeeding. Look, you better stand on the one side, Princess. Out of the line of fire. I'll try and hold them off. Luke, no, there must be some other way. None that I can see. Look out! What? Up there, across the shaft, more troopers. Just what we needed. Wait a minute. That's it. My belt. Belt. I took it off a stormtrooper. Look, it's got a grappling hook on it. We'll swing across the shaft. Here, take the blaster. Keep him busy. Now let's just hope the hook's strong enough. There's enough line on the spool. But where? Clusters up in the shaft. There. Here goes. Look, they're getting the hatch open. The hook caught. We're in business. Grab hold of me tight. Wait. A kiss for luck. We'll need it. Hang on. We made it. Now what? Let me get rid of this line. In episode 13, Force and Counterforce, this is where the Rebel Alliance attempts to blow up the Death Star. In the radio drama, most of the action takes place from within the command center. Princess Leia, C-3PO, and the General are in constant communication with those making the attack run. Hang on tight. You'll be doing a little rattling. 
Their countermeasures equipment should get them through. They've made it through the magnetic field. All ships, switch to your deflector shields. Double forward. Wow, would you look at the size of that battle station? Cut the chatter, Red 2. All ships, accelerate to attack speed. This is it. They're moving into range of the Death Star. Red Leader, this is Gold Leader. That's the Wire Wing Flight Leader, Your Highness. I copy, Gold Leader. We're starting for the target shaft now. Good hunting, Gold Leader. Red Leader to Red Flight. We're in position. I'm going to fly across the battle station's axis and try to draw fire. That area is particularly well fortified. We'll be up to Red Flight to keep the Imperials busy. Heavy fire, boss. 23 degrees. I see. Stay low. Red Leader, this is Red 5. I'm going in. fight is better than an even chance against those heavy guns, Your Highness. Those X-Wings are very agile ships. But if the Imperials send out TIE fighters for ship-to-ship combat, what then? Well, then our hopes would rest almost entirely with gold flight. Red Leader, this is Red 5. I'm going in again. In 1983, Brian Daly released the Empire Strikes Back radio drama. This drama is broken up into 10 parts, totaling 4 hours and 15 minutes. Like the previous drama, The Empire Strikes Back also expands on the movie adaptation. For example, in the very beginning, there is a battle where the rebel convoy was jumped by the Imperial TIE fighters. And we also see a heated argument between Han Solo and Luke Skywalker when they are trapped out on Hoth. Again, Mark Hamill and Anthony Daniels both come back to reprise their role. They are joined by Billy Dia Williams, who plays Lando Calrissian. Here are a couple of clips from Episode 1, Freedom's Winter. Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, by Brian Daly. Based on characters and situations created by George Lucas. Episode 1, Freedom's Winter. Appearance on my sensors... This might be Imperial jamming, so maintain close visual scanning. Renegade 4, stay closer to your transport ship. I copy, boss. Transport ships, keep close together. We go into hyperspace as soon as we're out of Dara 4's gravity field. Fighters, stick close to the convoy and keep your eyes open. All of you. Renegade leader, this is Renegade 7. Boss, I have a visual sighting, a number of small spacecraft coming at high velocity from Sector 4. Can you identify them? They're moving awfully fast. TIE Fighters. Must be 20 of them. Renegade Flight, this is Renegade Leader. Prepare to engage the TIE Fighters. Transport ships go into hyperdrive as soon as... Echo 3 to Echo 7. Echo 3 to Echo 7. Come in, Han. Han? Han, I was attacked by a Wampa. I'm... I'm in its cave. I don't know where. Han! Do you... Do you copy? Stuck! Stuck in here, the wampa. It left me frozen to the cave ceiling by my feet. Han, the wampa's coming back. He's coming back. My lightsaber. It's on the cave floor. I can't reach it. The Jedi and his lightsaber. The lightsaber and the Jedi, the two are one. The Force binds us. The Force calls my lightsaber to me. The Force calls my lightsaber to me. 
Got it! Han, I got myself down. I just wanted to take a few minutes to thank Audible.com. Audible.com is the premier provider of digital audiobooks. They have over 100,000 titles to choose from. There is something to choose from in every genre, such as thrillers, business, romance, comedy, science fiction, and more. Audible titles play on iPhone, Android, and more than 500 other devices for listening anywhere, including assistive technology devices such as the Plex Talk Pocket, the Victor Reader Stream, or the BookSense. I have a special offer for you. You can get a 30-day trial and a free book of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com slash mysticaccess. You can even get the Star Wars radio dramatizations that I am discussing in this podcast from audible.com. In keeping with the theme of this podcast, I am currently reading Star Wars Allegiance, and we can hear a short sample of that right now. It was pure dumb luck that we found this. We were looking for stowaways, not buried treasure. I think we should remedy that, Morcross suggested. Absolutely, Lerone agreed. We've got three hours to planetfall, stormtroopers. Spread out, and let's see what else the ISB was kind enough to put aboard our new ship. The final tally was impressive. There were 15 sets of stormtrooper armor, eight standard, six specialized, and a... And that is Star Wars Allegiance by Timothy Zahn. If Star Wars isn't your thing, you can also try Inferno by Dan Brown, The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien, The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich, A History of Nazi Germany by William L. Shirer, Gone Girl, a novel by Gillian Flynn, Bad Luck and Trouble, a Jack Reacher novel, and much, much more. To start a free 30-day trial and get an audiobook of your choice, go to www.audibletrial.com slash mysticaccess. If you already have an Audible subscription, then you can pass this link off to a friend of yours that might be interested in audible.com. It wasn't until 1996 when a six-part adaptation of Return of the Jedi was made by Highbridge Audio. This is the company that released the first two adaptations on tape and CD. Growing up, I remember going to the public library and taking out the Star Wars radio dramatization on tape, and then later on, I would get the Star Wars and the Empire Strikes Back in one box set. And then in 1996, I discovered the Return of the Jedi radio dramatization, and I purchased it. Like Star Wars and the Empire Strikes Back, the Return of the Jedi radio dramatization expanded by adding scenes such as, in the beginning, Luke Skywalker creating his own lightsaber in Obi-Wan Kenobi's house on Tatooine, introducing another character called Arika, who was in Jabba's palace. And if you follow the extended universe you will come to know that that was supposed to be Mara Jade, who was introduced to the Star Wars universe in the Heir to the Empire series from Timothy Zahn in the early 90s. 
The scriptwriter of the radio dramatizations, Brian Daly, died shortly after the recording of Return of the Jedi in 1996. The series was dedicated to Brian Daly's memory. The cast even recorded a get-well card for Brian Daly, which he would never hear. The message is included as part of the Collector's Edition box set, which I actually have as well. So let us now hear a couple of clips from the Return of the Jedi series. Star Wars Return of the Jedi Episode 1 Tatooine Haunts Not again! R2, get that focal lens for me. It slid under the workbench. I'm sure you're giving me a lot of helpful advice, my little friend, but this is something I have to do on my own. I have to know that I'm ready for this. Ready for what lies ahead. Thanks. I don't know, R2. Maybe this can't be done. Give me the book, R2. Last try. Either I'm ready for this or I'm not. The concave surface of the focal lens must rest within a two-degree arc of... What am I doing? I've read the instructions a dozen times. And a dozen times I've failed. Always with you, it cannot be done. Master Yoda, can I forget so soon? I don't need this. R2, hand me the superconductor. And now the power cell. And the crystals. There. It's done. Try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Here it goes. Greetings, Lord Vader. This is uh, an unexpected pleasure. You may dispense with the pleasantries, Moff Jeterod. I'm here to put completion of the Death Star back on schedule. My lord, my men are working as fast as they can. And still this battle station hangs here in the sky over Endor like a gutted moon. Perhaps I can find new ways to motivate your people. I tell you, the Death Star will be operational as planned. The Emperor does not share your optimistic appraisal of the situation. But he asks the impossible. I need more men. Perhaps you can tell him that yourself when he arrives. The, the Emperor's coming here? Indeed. And he is most displeased with your apparent lack of progress. We shall be double You are mistaken. It's the Force. Indeed. The dark side. Isn't that so, Lord Vader? As you say, my master. From here, boy, you will witness the final destruction of the Alliance. No, it won't. It can't end like this. I see you looking to your lightsaber. You want it, don't you? The hate is swelling in you. to my hand. Take your Jedi weapon. That would be your final triumph, wouldn't it? 
The dark side is the ultimate power, Luke. Look out there. Your comrades are being exterminated. Use your lightsaber, young Jedi. I hope you have enjoyed this history of the Star Wars radio dramatizations and showing the fact that Star Wars is not only a visual medium. All sounds are copyright, Lucasfilm Limited, all rights reserved. If you like this podcast, please rate it in iTunes. If you have any comments or suggestions, my contact information follows. The preceding program was a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact, please visit www.mysticaccess.com or call 1-888-678-1433. You may also email chris at mysticaccess.com or follow on Twitter at www.twitter.com slash mysticaccess. Also, visit our podcast site at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the program. <laughs> <laughs>